Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. Where do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a planner. Get back! Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. So, Gareth, another great week for Irish film with the uh, BAFTA nominations, huh? I think everybody's catching their breath after yeah. that. Fantastic. I mean, just just unbelievable. Um, you know, and let some uh, British nominees in there as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. And I, I suppose we turn our attention to the week ahead as well with the Oscar nominations. Oh, I have Tuesday, a feeling yes. as well. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting mm. uh, announcement. Fingers so let's, crossed. Yeah, let's just hope. I think it'll be I think it'll be a good one. All right. You've some uh, news for some uh, future projects for us. Yeah, we're going to talk first of all about the Amy Winehouse biopic. It's called Back to Black. Mm. So this has been in the works for a good while, but they have it up and running now and they've got industry star uh, Marissa Abella starring in it. And uh, some pictures kind of came out online of her. You can go on and take a look at her. But yes. she's going to she's going to play the singer. And we've got a good cast there as well. Jack O'Connell, Eddie Marsden and uh, Leslie Manville all mm. joining the cast as well. So it's quite strong. It's going to look at, at Amy Winehouse's life, obviously, who tragically died at the age of 27 back in 2011 but it's the story of her rise to fame in London she went on to sell over 30 million records worldwide and I suppose what it's going to do is explore her life the casting is good because what you've got here is you've got O'Connell is going to play um, her former husband their relationship of course was kind of one that spiralled out of control mm-hmm. at one stage with stints in rehab uh, Marzen's going to play her father and Manville's going to play her maternal grandmother good director in the chair as well. You've got Sam Taylor Johnson, people will know Great. from uh, Nowhere Boy, yes. uh, the, in the uh, director's chair. So they're filming currently in London. Yeah, and as you say, like Marissa Bella, who's playing the lead, I think if you do take a, a, a look at her, she she has the right look, hasn't she? I can see she has a great. Yeah. She has a great look and I would watch Industry as well. I think she's very good in that. It's a, it's a very good series. So it's a great choice and I think it could do uh, big things for her in terms of her profile and where she will go as an actress. Very good. Now you have been keeping us posted to on the Michael Jackson biopic. Keep some more news on this for Scarlett. Yeah, because they have hired filmmaker Antoine Foucault in the uh, director's chair for this. That's so a you, big name, isn't it? It's a big name. You know, you think of the movies that he's done from The Equalizer to Emancipation. Um, yeah, so big name. The, the movie's simply called Michael. They've got a big writer as well, John Logan, who would be known for writing such things as Gladiator, The Aviator, yeah. Skyfall. Uh, promising a never-before-told in-depth portrayal of a complicated man who became the king of pop. Now, I don't know, will it touch on any of the darker elements? Because mm. it's sort of an authorised biography and will it go there or not? I suppose, look, even if it doesn't, if you think about the rise to fame, if you think about uh, the relationships, if you think about uh, the emergence of all those amazing songs down through the years, you're going to have a compelling uh, biopic anyway and there'll be a huge interest in it. There certainly will. Okay, with that, uh, that's an interesting news on that one. Now, Remy Malik, we, we've seen him in a music biopic 
biopic already with Bohemian Rhapsody, but he's taking on another character on the on the small screen next. On the small screen, he's going to play Buster Keaton. <laughs> I can see uh, him actually. In yeah, show. very much so. Silent movie yeah. star, um, sort of born in a vaudeville family, quickly became one of silent uh, silent cinema's most iconic stars. Kind of known for his adeptness at physical comedy. Mm. Had difficult times as well because his career waned after he signed with MGM, and he sort of lost his artistic independence, leading him to to difficult times as an alcoholic. And he rebounded somewhat in the nineteen. 40s. So this is obviously with the fact that it's going to be a series uh, with a very good director on board as well. Matt Reeves, who wow. we know from directing like of The Batman mm. and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, is set to direct and produce the project as well. So, yeah, good casting and a really intriguing series for Warner Brothers. Yeah, that sounds great. We're staying on the small screen this time with Anthony Hopkins. We are because he has joined a sci-fi uh, disaster epic uh, series called Those About to Die. Peacock are making it. And Roland Emmerich is set to uh, to make it. So he mm-hmm. would be known for like the Independence Day and the day after tomorrow. So doesn't do things on a small <laughs> scale, true, yes. this director. But this is an epic period drama. It's kind of inspired by a non-fiction book about uh, gladiatorial sports in ancient Rome. Uh, you've Got Hopkins is going to play an emperor in this who's who's claimed his throne after a victory in a a bloody ten year civil war. Um, you know he's no stranger to TV because he would have been in in Westworld, Anthony Hopkins. That's right, yeah. uh, but obviously great to see him take on a role in in this. He's the first sort of cast member to be announced of this series, and the filming is due to start in Rome in March, and they're planning a 2024 screen airing for the series. Sounds good. You've some casting news for us today for for uh, Emma. Stone as well. Yeah, casting with a good director as well, Edgar Wright, who you'll know mm. would have directed the likes of Baby Driver last night in Soho. So she's been cast in his next film, which is called The Chain, which is based on Adrian McKinty's 2019 award-winning thriller thriller novel. Now, sounds intriguing here because Stone's going to play the role of Rachel, a divorcee, who receives a call to tell her that her 11-year-old daughter, Kylie, has been kidnapped. Ooh. To rescue her child, she's forced to kidnap another. Oh, wow. And Kylie will only be released once the parents of that child kidnap yet another one. Edge thus of your continuing seat stuff the chain. Yeah, it sounds a bit chilling, doesn't yeah. it, in terms of it? And I think the character that Stone will be playing will be someone that the criminals have finally met their match with. Uh, so, yeah, very, very intriguing. Uh, there was a big sort of bidding rights for the book for this. Universal won it. And uh, now they have Edgar Wright directing and Emma Stone starring. That sounds like a, a good one. It's called intriguing. The Chain. All right, what about a trailer watch for us, Garrett? Okay, so Neil Jordan's next film, about to hit the big screen. See if you recognize the voice of the lead actor. Los Angeles, a city of angels. More like the city of dirty little secrets. People pay me to look into the activities of its finest citizens. I'm a private detective. The name is Philip Marlowe. How private are your investigations, Mr. Marlowe? What can I do for you? I'd like you to find my lover. He disappeared without saying goodbye. Did he have things to hide? Haven't we all? Yeah, I, I, I think that's Liam Neeson. Would I, would I be right? <laughs> well done, well done, yes. How did you guess oh, it? Oh, listen, little uh, Dan Kruger in there with the man, Jessica Lang. It has a lovely sort of a, a film noir feel to it, hasn't it, though? 
Yeah, it's set in 1930s Los Angeles and it centres around a streetwise Dan and his luck detective, Philip Murdo, um, who's hired to find an ex-lover of a glamorous heiress, daughter of a well-known movie star. So yeah, it's, it's you know, Neil Jordan in the director's chair always does interesting films. And I would imagine as well, the way this harks back to those old kind of great mm. noir crime thrillers, probably a lovely one to direct as well. Yeah. And it looks really nice. It does, it does. So that is out when? It's out in February. In so February, yeah. Okay. yeah. Very yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, also on, let's go. Rather, let's come to the big screen, and a few goodies on the big screen this week. Let's start with Babylon. If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? I always want to be part of something bigger. I love that answer. Something that lasts, that means something, something yes. more important than life. Yes. It's written in the stars. I am a star. I had money, I would only spend it on things that were fun, you know? Not boring things like taxes. I'm just wanting for everyone to party forever. Yeah, partying forever and uh, boring it certainly is not. That is Babylon Garrett. Great cast. Margot mm. Robbie, Brad Pitt, Gene Smart. I'm really curious to hear what you have to say about this because it has divided the critics. It certainly has. It's a very ambitious film, that's for sure. And it's a fabulous homage to cinema and to this silent movies into talkies era. Um if you've seen the trailer or if you've seen the posters, you know it's it's high energy, it's parties. It's that energy that actually that Baz Luhrmann often brings in. Chazelle, though, I have to say he's great at the crowd scenes. Fantastic jazzy soundtrack by Justin Hurwitz, which we'll hear later, who, of course, won the Oscar for his uh, scoring of La La Land. And as you say, it's a super cast, a really fearless, bold performance from Margot Robbie. Uh, Damien Chazelle, I suppose he's trying to achieve a lot here, Gareth. Sometimes the structure is a little all over the place and a little editing wouldn't have gone amiss. It is three hours in duration, but it is glorious to watch with this unbridled decadence. A little overindulgent, I'd say, but it brings to an end then with the film, this sort of nostalgia. We reach 1952, the year Singing in the Rain hits the big screen and the director's love of cinema is never in doubt. So yes, it is chaotic. It should definitely be seen on the big screen. It will continue to divide audiences and, you know, that's fine. It'll be boring if we all felt the same thing. And boy, can you see the 80 million budget on it. That is Babylon. <laughs> and what, what's with the long running hours for the, for movies I nowadays? I mean, they're just, they're, there's so many of them that are passing three hours or very close to it. It's, yeah, uh, it's, well, it's, it's, you know, it, I have to say, I didn't feel this one too much in terms of, and I thought, you know, it, it was just a little chaotic in the, in the structure of it. And I did meet people afterwards who said, you know what, it was there with trials, it didn't bother me. There's something about this one that the energy is perhaps more there than some. But I, I totally agree with you. You know, I think we can, a uh, little, little editing, as I say, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't go amiss. Uh, we're coming back home for our second release. We are. And uh, this is a movie called Let the Wrong One In. If you like your comedy horrors, take a listen to this. This is hilarious. And you know, it's funny, we were talking about Megan last week. This horror comedy genre can be hilarious. And this is very, very funny as a a guy wakes up basically and discovers, well, he might be a vampire. Here we go. I was at a party and some board had a go on my neck. Wait a second, you've been beating on the neck. You're allergic to sunlight. <laughs> and you don't like the garlic fries. <laughs> I think I told you. What's me only clean short? Oh, sorry, buddy. I... Stego, put two and two together. Uh, four. 
Mo, you're a vampire. <laughs> the trailer is hilarious. I love the idea that the garlic fries from last night just didn't didn't go down too well. He's having a problem with sunlight as well. It's very funny. It, it, yeah, the trailer is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, that should have been our trailer watch. Actually, it's just <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah. I know it's out, but this is about a young supermarket worker discovers that his older brother is a vampire and must choose whether to help him <laughs> or slay him. Carl Rice, Owen Duffy, Anthony Headstar in it. Uh, Conor McMahon directs it. So yeah, it's called Let the Wrong One In. Brilliant. And two more to mention. Yeah. So Holy Spider is set in an Iranian city about a journalist descending into a dark underbelly as she investigates the serial killings. Uh, the serial killings of sex workers by the so-called spider killer who believes he is cleansing the streets of sinners. That's called Holy Spider. And then there's a documentary as well called Dreaming Walls Inside the Chelsea Hotel. This is the end of a long uh, sort of upmarket renovation of the legendary Chelsea Hotel in New York. It's partly longed for and partly dreaded by the artists who still uh, live there. And the film sort of grants access to their apartments and interweaves the past with the present. Okay, what about a TV movie for us? Oh, I like this film a lot. Uh, it's about an oil prospector presents the public image of a caring family man while nurturing a murderous ambition to seize control of land and wealth at any cost. But his insatiable greed leads to a violent conflict with a young priest who's also intent on using the people and resources of an oil-rich town for his own end. And uh, great cast. You've got Daniel Day-Lewis, Paul Dano, starring in Paul Thomas Anderson's movie There Will Be Blood. And it's on TG you'll catch it on Monday night at 9.30. And Oscar award winning Daniel Day-Lewis and of course as you said earlier the Oscar nominations out on Tuesday. All the very best of luck to all the Irish. Garish, thanks a million. Indeed. Thanks Aideen. 